Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you want to be my friend, you would better go and get a hand. And maybe we can get in touch. Like I did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. enough to do <laughs> ladies and best. gentlemen our guests today because we always forget to introduce them <laughs> since you can see them on friday and you and already you, heard them you saw you your saw phone as you clicked as you clicked this episode you already saw his name Maybe you saw Andy our richter val is here. kilmer val mm. kilmer richter is with you us do today. Get that. you do get that a lot thank you yes how um, are you, Andy Richter? Thanks I'm very for being good. here. How are you? I'm great, my man. Good, good. I'm in a bad place, but let's not talk about it. You don't it. care. I know. Don't no one care. asked. <laughs> that's, that's what's, one of the best things about being your friend is the lack of concern that no, you need. I, and I don't want it's people natural. to care. You just stop caring about like what's going That's Rory the vibe I put to. out there. When people are like, Rory, are you okay? Like, no one asked that yeah, anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I'm you? fine. Oh, blood, huh? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still breathing. You two just got done playing in a golf tournament. We did. That's correct. You won. That's right. Rory, you are my main. Squeeze per- purview. Go ahead. You are my main squeeze. <laughs> my main purview into like the golf, golf in the LA yeah, yeah. scene. Yeah. Is it wrong for me to assume, of course, you won? No, no. Yeah, it is wrong to Come assume on. that. I, but I got to say, we have a very. Was anyone playing who plays as much as you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. For really? sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were some ringers, definitely. There's but some ringers. Walsh. There's some groups. I would say not there Matt were 12 Walsh. total no. groups. Matt's fine. He's okay. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. There's yeah. 12 total groups. I would say there's probably five groups that show up really wanting to like put out the effort and try to win. You're one. And then I'd say there's a lot of groups who maybe have someone in it who really wants to win, but you sort of get thrown together and you don't you don't go you no didn't know your team be. going I think into overall it? it's people they just did. having fun. They you did. had to yeah. know your team. Yeah, well you can put your team together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. had they had kind of an ideal situation. I got uh, invited by Owen uh, Burke forever right. ago. So I've just always played with Owen and John Sachs was on our team. And so we just, we had Jay Larson this year. you haven't played since 2019. The tournament I, hasn't happened since 2019. 2020. Right. 20, no, 2020. No, 2020. February of 2020. 
COVID in general. <laughs> I don't want to give my novel title away, but I'm working on something called COVID in general. Did you wow. win that time? Not a good title. What's up? Did you win in 2020? We won the very See, first year I saying. did it. We won it the I very first year. I thought you would but, win. But the first year that we won it, uh, we won it by, I think, one stroke at the end. And this year, we won it by a playoff a on the 18th breaker. hole, yeah. a tiebreaker. So it's very exciting. There's no, like, gimmies of it. And this, this course was just beautiful, though. Honestly, even at the end of the day, if we didn't win, it it's just so much fun. You get to like, see, especially after two years or not giving yeah, to play yeah, last yeah. year, you get to just see your friends again and you're drinking yeah. and you're hanging out. And like, if you win, you win. If you don't, like had we lost on the 18th whole playoff, I'd have been like, ah, I wanted to win. But how fun was this that everybody's on the green hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. We Except were the, the first wordless drive home with him and Jay. <laughs> just mad yeah. we lost. fuming steam <laughs> they keep having to wipe off the windshield because the steam especially with those two they get, they get very competitive we're, we're I, they, everyone the night before was talking about like we're going to win we're going to win I'm like what the, I'm not going to fucking win what do I care right. you know, just, <laughs> but that's the way to approach yeah, it that's yeah. when it's way more fun that's why I like best ball because I'm like I'm going to hit some bad shots and luckily that yeah. will not be the ball we're playing yeah <laughs> yeah, it's so fun yeah we well, I was and it's, it's so funny too because it's more Mostly Walsh family, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, so I played with Walsh cousins, like M Matt's cousin and their and his son. And his son it was like a former NFL player, this giant guy. But I, this guy Bill, and uh, so I got to hear a Chicago accent all day That's long. That's right. He's oh right, my god! My and it's like yeah. a warm, cozy blanket yeah. for me. And that dude was smiling yeah. nonstop. Just he was happy like, so sweet. like a vocal hand on your shoulder. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It's right. But it's yeah. even the. The, the son, who, like I say, played for the NFL for a couple of years and now is finishing up USC med school, was making fun of his dad's accent. Like no. his dad's like, I think I'm up by the bunker there. And he goes like, oh, the bunker there, huh, dad? And I was like, you know, I was like there, but for the grace of God, go you. You'd hey, be talking you. like that if you hadn't yeah. left town. Yeah, you know, you, to go, you son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. If you hadn't left town to go yeah. play professional football. <laughs> I know. This accent is your legacy, yeah. motherfucker. God forbid you go be a doctor and make fun of your dad the rest of his yeah. life. Yeah. I'm a neurosurgeon. Like, yeah, well, I played in the NFL. Yeah. Well, you and Walsh are the only reasons I ever want to learn because he keeps telling me, did you learn how to play golf yet? Dude. And I go, no. And then you wanted, to, I could hang out with Look, you more. You could come out and hang out and play if there's any proof in the world. Andy is the proof. You don't have to know how to play to enjoy a good round of golf. Yeah, right, it, Andy? Don't touch me. <laughs> right, Andy? Right, no, my I'm, friend? I'm perfectly fine. I Andy's, just, uh, you are, I don't, I you, no you maybe know this or you don't, but unbeknownst to you possibly, behind your back, people are like, Andy's the funniest guy to golf with. And this is what they'd say. I go, yeah. I was like, he's so zen. And this is where I'll never get to. And it angers me. But Andy will just sometimes go, I'm not going to play the next three holes. And I wish I had that kind of emotional control. <laughs> I don't. A lot of times I'll like hit it three times shitty and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to wait for the next one. <laughs> it's like people hilarious. will be like, did you finish? I'm like, no, nah, I picked up. I and I watch the pure bliss. I, I look at him like, God, I wish I could escape these handcuffs of like needing to finish the hole you're, you're and like chasing, having to play the ball. You're chasing 78. Yeah, yeah. 
You're well, chasing I'm trying 78. To, I'm, I am chasing have... 78. And that's the uh, my other novel. Uh, so I got the two chasing novels, COVID in general and Chasing 78. Wow. So, yeah. It's true, though. You are. I'm going to so get them both on Audible, I Oh, think. I'm going to send them to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 You yeah. have to actually write the thing that goes on the back uh, pamphlet. Oh, oh blurb. Oh, you want yeah, a blurb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need a blurb. Oh. And but feel free to not uh, read you know them. What I, I'm, you know what I'm going to say right now? Uh, I've blurbed plenty of books. I was going to uh, ask plenty you. Plenty of books. books? Yeah, you have. I've blurbed a lot of books. And um, I think I maybe read one. Yeah, really. You know, yeah, and even then, it might have been a very cursory. Well, you sort can of usually fashion. tell in you a get blurb. The gist, you know, yeah. I like look through, and then I kind of like think like, or just what's write... going to sell this book? What's what kind of smoke blowing up the author's you ass do will this be is the it. most pleasant for them? This is it every time. A triumph, Andy Richter. Sure. Well, you a journey. <laughs> in a, a journey of discovery. A journey worth taking, yes. Andy Richter. If it's more about the person <laughs> than the book, you can usually tell in yeah, the yeah. in the blurb. I just uh when this drops, Odenkirk's book book will be out. Comedy, 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 drama. Yeah. And uh obviously David Cross blurbed it. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Dave Odenkirk, and then in parentheses he wrote spelling, question mark. And then he says all these nice things, and at the very end he goes, and one day I hope to meet him. And I'm like, that's a great blurb. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. fucking David right, Cross. Right, right, right. All right. Uh Rory, you wanna go? Let's, Let's go, go to the letters. Yay. Just fly these in professionally. Look at that. Look at that. These are letters. Wow. I wish I could read. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll do it for you. Yeah, we'll right. read it. We'll read so it. friends are for. Uh, here we go. You're going to go you're... first? I'm going to go first. Okay, go Dear Rory and Daniel. Ugh. That's the right order right there. I'm sorry, Daniel. It hurt to do that. They I knew they were wrong. not even alphabetical. I right. simply, it doesn't have to be. But they apologized because be. they knew they were wrong. Right. I simply was aware of Rory first, but have since grown to love your work too. I am a longtime penny on a never-ending quest to be a paller. Paller is someone who's listened to every episode. Pallers are also the best people. I am a British man in my late 20s living happily in NYC with my American wife for the past seven years. I am from a town in the UK called Hartlepool. But when people ask where I am from, I just say Newcastle because nobody here knows what that is. There's an old legend about my town that goes like this. During the Napoleonic Wars in the early 1800s, a French ship was wrecked just off the coast. The only survivor was the ship's monkey, an ape dressed in military uniform, presumably to entertain the crew at sea. Now the Hartlepool townsfolk had never seen a monkey before, and upon finding him in the wreckage, believed this creature to be a French spy. The locals proceeded to go F2F with the ape and put him on trial, being unable to answer any of the questions put to him because he was a fucking monkey, was found guilty and hanged no. in the town square for being an enemy spy. Rather than being embarrassed of this legend, the majority truly embrace it. Our town's football team mascot is a monkey called Hangus, and the man inside the suit was elected mayor, not once, but three times in the early 2000s, running on a truly bipartisan platform of giving free bananas to all school children. Okay. Seriously, look it up. So my question to you both is... Do your hometowns have any crazy legends or stories, or as two chaps who spend a significant amount of time on the road, have you heard of any truly bonkers stories from towns you've visited? Take care, your pal, Maddie. And, uh, yeah, if you're uh, if you're watching or listening, we'll post a, a link where you can read more about this legend. Or you but probably you just Google to? it, I think. I can't to? imagine there's other stories. Also, leave it at that. You could leave it at that. If you if you want to know more, there's there's more info out there. But oh, oh my god! Obviously, I hate that they killed an animal. You know me. You know right, me. Right, 
But Andy but, loves it because I also know him. <laughs> but also, <laughs> just it, a shrug. I mean, who's to say that he wasn't a spy? Thank you. That, really? Okay, Thank I was going to go because they have those beluga whales that are spies. Yes. They, you've seen, have you and seen dolphins, those? like yes. Day of the Dolphin, that yes. movie. Yes. A documentary. <laughs> and uh, Good in World clear War, that up. <laughs> in World War II, you know, the Americans were going to use bats to yeah. firebomb Hiroshima. Were they really? Yes. So they had these honeycombs built. And the bats had small incendiary devices on their ankles, How much could they and they be? would they would drop them like parachute them over. The plan was to drop them over like Hiroshima, and then the bats would all f- go into crevices in the buildings, right. and it was a timed Listen delay. Yes, and then it would the incendiary device would, and they were going to burn the whole city to the ground. But how many how many R- bats and how how much hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of could a bat? It's, a, it's like a, like a magnesium burn. Like once it goes off for two seconds, you'll start burning. Oh, like wow. I love hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bats, and somebody goes, so three <laughs> hundred. <laughs> well, I think it might have been two hundred per cone. It sounds like it might have just been like three hundred. I'll tell you what. Once, it is, it is you know. only now, having heard you say that, that I realize the Rochelle Township High School has not failed its students. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Daniel never drops a detail so specific as a bat spy story. They scrapped it with the with the atomic bomb. It got they they were like, nope, never mind then. And then someone goes, because what if we like, fill well, we the atomic this? bomb with bats? Like, no, 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 no. We're off bats. Stop, bats are stop, out. Stop. Just because you pitched the bats, bat guy, just the bat guy yeah. is like, hey, man, I'm One, still getting paid for these I, bats. Yeah. Look, I think we get the bat. No, right. return the bats to wherever you got them. <laughs> we're not giving you any more money. Just, he just, they hadn't come up with the phrase goth yet, but that's what he was. Right. Yeah, he started, he started, a, scientist, like he started a weapon scientist who just like, why do you wear black lipstick? Here's my other thing. I like it. I'm going to jump around. All right, you jump around. Tell everybody you're from fucking Hartlepool. Stop with the Newcastle stuff. Yeah. When people ask me, where are you from? Now, I have people from my hometown, an hour and a half outside of Chicago, who say, when they're like, if they were traveling here, where are you guys from? They're like, oh, near Chicago. B.S. I tell everybody, where are you from? Small farm town in Northern Illinois. It's called Rochelle. The more you do that, the more you put it on the map. Don't be saying Newcastle. Newcastle's got all its cred. You just keep telling people you're from Hartlepool. Now, don't tell them about your town because it's quite embarrassing to say where you're from. <laughs> there actually might that might be why you say Newcastle. No, nobody knows, right? Yeah. But but represent when you say Greenville, it is Greenville, right? Yeah. Or unless Greenville. this has all been a lot, I would be so hurt. There is like, a Greenville in every state. There's a Greenville and a Hollywood. Yeah, I think in there's every one in state. Indiana. I think yeah. there's a Greenville, Indiana. But yeah, yeah, Greenville, South Carolina. I say Greenville. You're not South like Carolina. from outside. It's like people from. I say Greenville. They say St. Louis and they're from Edwardsville. Right. Yeah. 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 Where do Andy? I usually say. Uh, Outside of Chicago, you say North America. I say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you don't, you're yes, that broad. Say, you don't say, say Northern Hemisphere. What are you, Arlington Heights? <laughs> I'm not one of those <laughs> Southern Hemisphere fuckers. What are you, Palatine? Uh, I'm from Yorkville. Oh, you're from Yorkville. Yeah, a okay, little town okay. called yeah. Yorkville. And uh, that, my further thing to say about that is that me and Dennis Hastert are the most notable. Uh, Ooh, uh, mine is citizens. Of- mine's Joan Allen. Rochelle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. yeah. It's a Joan Allen and then a guy named Tim Clue and then an old football player. And then eventually you'll get down to right. me. But I'm trying. Who's a Greenville? York Peppermint Patties? Is that? No. no that's no, not, that's not a person. Frango Mints, baby. Okay. What is your. What is uh, your. Well, no, who's your most notable Greenville? Uh, there's a few. Um, there's you? two that come to mind. Roy School. Um, uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson well, okay. mm. from Greenville, yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. So that's right. going to be the biggest it will ever be. Right. Uh, Edwin McCain. The singer? The, the singer. With the long blonde hair, right? Long blonde hair. Went to the same uh, high school. Went to a private 
uh, high school, Christ Church Episcopal School. And I'll never forget this. He, I, I think he was a pretty like uh, sort of a troubled student. I don't think he graduated. From that. I think they were, sure. like, there were disciplinary issues with him. Yeah. And I'll never forget that when he made, when he really made it like opening for Hootie and then like making his own name. Yeah. Uh, I think I was a sophomore in high school and Edwin McCain was like brought in by the faculty, like, and that guy's Edwin McCain. And I was like, you fucking motherfuckers. He didn't graduate from here. You're <laughs> right. claiming someone that you probably expelled from this fucking school. Winning cures school. everything, yeah. man. Uh, and then, uh, and I hate that I always say it this way, but um, Paul Newman's wife, uh, Joanne Woodward. Joanne Woodward uh, went to, I went to two high schools. She went to the other high school. The theater there is named after her, Joanne Woodward uh, Theater or Auditorium. Uh, and she was also from Greenville, South Carolina. So those are the three run. that come to mind. I think there's there's probably more. There's an old story where Sinatra meets uh, Joe Pantoliano. Mm -hmm. Joey um, Pants? Yeah. And they're both from Hob Hoboken. Mm -hmm. And after he leaves, like after meeting him, he goes, I'm from Hoboken. And he had like gotten some roles. And it was the early 80s, maybe he got some success. And he left and Sinatra turned to the people next to him and goes, poor son of a bitch. No matter what he does, he'll never be the best person from Hoboken, New Jersey. Because <laughs> also like, I'm sure Joey Pantoliano is yeah. aware. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and was there anyone in Frank's group who was a little bit of a jokester? And they go, right, because Tim Hoboken was obviously <laughs> the fam most famous. And Frank then has that guy well, killed. Yeah. So I have to tell I'm Yo, sure you both know it. But can I tell another quick Sinatra of story? Of course. Now, uh, the Don Rickles story. Of course. The that's the best, best one. one yeah, best yeah. one of all time. For all of our listeners, Don Rickles was on a date at a restaurant. Sinatra was at another table. He walks over, says, Frank, can you come over later and impress impress me, impress my date, say we're friends. Just say a little yeah, stop Yeah, you by, come to my like, table. Yeah, you come to Just say you want to come by. Say a little will go a long way for me. This woman ends up, I believe, being his wife uh, yeah. eventually. And so Frank comes over, and as he approaches the table, he goes, Don, just want to say, he goes, Frank, can you please? We're eating here. <laughs> <laughs> throws him away. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. But you know Frank had to be like, not only is that hilarious, but yeah. I'm going to beat the shit out <laughs> yeah. of him the next it's time I see ball, him. It's really a ballsy thing to do something like that to it's him. It's so yeah. ballsy. Yeah. Because he reportedly, um, he there heard- There six guns. No, he heard that uh, Montgomery Clift was uh, queer and sent some guys over to beat him up. Shut up. Frank Way to Sinatra go, Frank. Did? No, Good that job, makes me Frank. Montgomery Clift. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck that. No, it's, that's the problem with- uh, <laughs> Any of your old white heroes. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. for every good thing, there's like three. Oh, yeah, he put a cigar out in a busboy's eye. <laughs> what about John Wayne? He's my favorite. Oh, he yeah. thinks you're, you're fine. fine. You're fine. You're no problem I'll look at, at all. I'll look yeah. at all. To even think so. What about be... most Monsignors? I'll look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do any of your towns have any legends? I, nothing comes to mind about I can't think some of kind of a for specific yeah. uh, legend other than, and that's why I brought up the Shoeless Joe Jackson. I know we're talking about different types of legends in terms of like stories, sure. but I was just like, you know, I think anything that had happened to him with the whole White Sox scandal, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Green was like, that's our scandal. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, would, yeah, we yeah. would like to have that's that. That's all right. Uh, we, have that a, scandal. we have a scary one. Uh, John Wayne Gacy helped build like uh, the little strip mall in town. Uh, yeah. Uh, May, Maymart, Rochelle Commons. And so they had to do like, 
whatever those sensory things are that like see through the ground. Yeah, to find so out. Art, find to out if, he had, if he had put corpses there. underneath. So that wow. was scary. Oh, God, but wow. obviously being the Rochelle hubs, that kind of always like has to come along with like an explanation. And also, you should mention John Wayne Gacy was the mascot at the high school for several yeah. years, right. just like the mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. Gacy, <laughs> the, dig deep. We did change What's your from idea the of politics. If you're like, yeah, look at that that crazy monkey runs around throwing bananas at people, and that's for the halftime show. That's also the mayor. That's our mayor, and that's why things are great that's here. That's a in good town. See, and that's why uh, people who are against zoos, they didn't know because they didn't, they'd never been to a zoo and seen like, okay, that's a monkey. Right. Yeah. And this is, right. Well, yeah. And, and was, it a, was it a monkey or a chimp? I don't know when zoo started. Because how could well, they think? this is a monkey. This is an ape, ape dressed yeah. in military uniform. Because how could they think that that? I mean, monkeys don't get much bigger than that. How do you but think that's But here's my question. Man? Do you not know that it's I mean, clearly French, sure, an animal? Like, is it not a courteous? Well, like, this is an I, animal. I, it sounds phony to me. When they ask him questions. I think this guy's full of shit. You Sorry, Maddie. Don't be sorry, Maddie. Hey, no, we've been tricked before. So we've been tricked before. Fierce. I think this is real. This this guy has a footnotes. He's using All footnotes right. at the end of his I'm going to say right works, now that when I get out of here, I'm going to Google it. Work cited page on this letter. Um, oh, he does. I, it just seems so insane to me that people, I mean, I don't know, early 1800s, you know, who? what is your perspective of anything at that point where you're like, yeah, I, I don't know. Is that what is that? Because yeah, because if you had to pick an animal, obviously evolutionarily, it's it's right there. But if you had to pick an animal, where you go. I don't know. It seems like it's kind of a dude. It's like well, yeah, an ape is just kind of like walking around and like responding and looking at communicated. That it was also in uniform. Like yeah. really threw them off. Yeah, but asking it questions, like you you know you're doing a kangaroo court. Like no animal pun intended. But right. Like, you yeah, have yeah. to know like. We're yeah. not going to let the French get one over on us. Yeah, yeah. But that's so wild. Yeah. Also, I, the one thing I don't believe about the story is uh, uh, um, ape or monkey shows up. It's obviously a, an entertainer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the way it, it existed. And it's in a little outfit, and you choose to hang it rather than hug it. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, like, don't you, you think it's a for safety. She swims up on, on the beach, and you, I would just... Ah, look! That's because you know? you're too lovable. I don't want to get. You're too I don't know. I'm with you, Andy. I don't want to get sad, which I can easily do about animals. But you think about the like the trajectory of this story for that monkey, right? It ends up there. Maybe let's at least say maybe Let they me, were nice and treated it right on the shipwreck right. or the ship. But then it survives a shipwreck. Then these people like bring it in, and then they fucking put it on trial. And they, like you're like, what is this? Is early 1800s in a small town? How many animals do you think they've seen? A lot, they know, but like how but many? Birds? birds and dogs. Books? Birds Look, and dogs. We're not smart, Rory. Andy, I can't speak for you. But oh, I, I'm very I smart. I will. Andy is I'm just as dumb smart. as we are. Mm. <laughs> 1800s. Either could be true. Early 1800s. We're coming so, off. We're coming off right. We're just right after 1799. Right. So you think they don't? They had to know what a fucking monkey was. You think so? They're More. a small town so. in nowhere. I think so. And you think they know what a, an ape is? They've seen that. They were aware enough to you know think? they were at war with the French. Yeah, seventeen seventy six. Are they participating in that? I don't Who? Know. Who? The Hartley Pools? I just love that the French were like, "Look, put something on the ship. Make the guys feel good." What do you mm -hmm. think we get? Give them a monkey. Uh, give them a monkey in yeah. a uniform. Yeah. I, you know why? It makes me laugh every time. If I'm going to war and I got to go fight and I'm probably going to die, right. it kind of makes me giggle a little bit. So you right. monkey in a uniform, hey, he's going to go fight too. 
<laughs> he's in the he's uh, he's dressed up in military garb. It kind of points out the futility of war. Yeah, guys, I know our general was creature. killed yesterday, and we're just a lost unit, and we don't even know where to go. But right. I'd like you guys to see Bonzo over here and see if uh, the fact that he's wearing human clothes doesn't cheer you up a little bit. <laughs> Careful, he will fling his own shit. He at doesn't you. do anything uh, in terms of entertainment, but isn't it funny he's wearing human clothes? Nah, anyways, everybody grab your guns. Let's get. Do they have guns? Look what out were for the that guns rock. like in eighteen hundred? Yeah, yes. flintlocks. But what kind of gun? Flintlocks. What does that mean? You know, flintlock yeah. rifles. Look, I didn't grow up like you guys. Well, with you your know, 1776 is muskets, rifles. Probably, you know it's that. It's probably the same ones you guys use. Is that use a musket? Hunt yeah. varmints. Is that a musket? I still have. I have muskets at my house. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> you imagine having a musket? Yeah, for the kids. I have a, my daughter got her yeah, musket yeah, yeah. this year. She's it's finally good. ready. It's good. Don't what kind of case do you keep a musket in for safety? You don't have to. No if one, a guy breaks into your it. house and you present a musket, is that guy like, all right, look. Look, let's talk. I'll get out of here. Well, you got one Hold shot. Hold on. I <laughs> but I mean, is he like cops. so impressed by a musket? No. <laughs> Why do you think that's real? Why would I think he, the guy would be impressed by a musket? <laughs> oh. Now you pull it out and you go, well, if I have this gun, could you imagine what else I have? <laughs> For, that's older than right. this. I have a blunderbuss upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pull. I didn't right, know Andy Manny. knew guns uh, so well. A blunderbuss, yeah, man. Love them. Strange gun. that it's the mascot really and they embrace it. You, you, I, th I agree here with Maddie. Like, you think there'd be some embarrassment? Like, let's try to bury this this legend. Yeah, you know? they don't. They embrace it. Agree. They love it. Digging their heels. Also, the football team. You think he means soccer? He means soccer. Thank you. I didn't think that. Yeah, he means soccer. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't think that. I didn't. I did. That I didn't even occur to me. I'm surprised that they still get to use that. Like that somebody with a heart, <laughs> you know, that represents animal interests wouldn't have like, like put hey, an end to that. Stop glorifying us killing an animal that was yeah. probably already living a horrible life. There's, a, and I actually just looked it up recently because I wanted to jog my memory to make sure that it really happened. But there was a town in Illinois called Pekin, Illinois. P e k i n. Yes, and their name. Like until the late 70s, their team name was the racist slur that rhymes, rhymes with stinks. Yeah. No For, way. for Asian people. Yeah. Wow. And, and that was, they were the Pekin. Yeah. And, and they just, they, until the just late 70s. It. And, and when they changed the name. Another they, slur. Which they, <laughs> no, they changed it to like the dragons. Yeah. You know, like, because they had to sort of like appease the racists. All right, we'll still make it Chinese yeah, for Yeah, it'll have the motif. But people were really pissed. Like yeah. it was a real. I read. I read a local article. It's kind of down by St. Louis, I think. It's always crazy. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's always crazy to me. No matter how wrong it is, there is still a moron who will go. But it's always been that way. I know, and you're like, and you're like yeah. You're like, yeah, but we need to get the asbestos right. out of your right, house. Right. But I've always had right, right, And you're like, right. everything always was something. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Well, and usually implicit in that is like, it was always this way, and it did not hurt me in the slightest. Right. Yeah. I mean, thing. I know right. it was hurtful for other people, right. but, yeah, exactly. yeah, but We're me. Fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wild. Well, Pekin. Well, Good Maddie, job. um, the vote's out. Uh, None of us believe you. It, I do believe you. Two people oh, don't I believe, believe you. <laughs> I believe you, but I, but I mean, I believe that, that he's been told this, but it just seems crazy to me that a town full, well, maybe they were just, maybe it's a really stupid town. They, that's what I mean. They're yeah, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Could you be. think they've seen a giraffe? They live on the ocean. It's obviously sort of like a port. 
There's been, yeah, you know, there's comings and goings. Yeah, but you think some sort of you got to think. There's also you're going out to a ship that has sunk, and you're expecting the battle. Like, who are these people? And then there's one living monkey. You're and like, also, what the fuck is this? There, <laughs> if we're to believe pirate movies, there's lots of monkeys on lots of ships in those days. Oh, that's right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're to believe them. It'd be like if they said like, oh, and the, there were, they found a parrot and the parrot was, it talked. Yeah. So it was, spoke French. <laughs> yeah. So they roasted it. More likely know? to be a spy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maddie, uh, thank you so much for this letter. Thank, thank you for you, getting Maddie. the order right at the top. That means the world oh, to me. Come on. Um, <laughs> Thanks, and thank Eddie. you for uh, for giving us a little bit of education and putting Hartlepool on the map. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, Andy Rick. Dear pennies and pallers and anybody else who just showed up here, hi, I'm Daniel Van Kirk. I know I'm doing an ad, but it's for a good reason. So don't jump ahead because then you do that thing where you jump back and then you went too far and maybe you've jumped back into this moment and I'm still talking. So just hold on or thank you for staying with me. The reason I'm doing this is because I'm back on tour. The Together Again tour is heading to the Northeast on April 5th. I'm going to be in Albany. And then the next night on the 6th, I'm in Worcester, which I hope I just said correctly, in Massachusetts. And then on the 7th, I'm in Boston. And then the 8th and the 9th, Friday and Saturday night, I'm going to be in Philadelphia. And then on the 10th, I'm in New York City. So go to danielvankirk.com to get tickets and to hang out with me, pennies and pallers. I got handed a whole bunch of letters when I just did my uh, Pacific Northwest run. I hope I get letters from you guys at this one too. It's at danielvankirk.com. And... And maybe Rory and I haven't even said this yet. Maybe I'm breaking it here in the ad so you're even more cooler for listening. I'm doing the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. I'm doing headlining sets. I'm doing my own show. And Rory and I are doing a live pen pals at the Come and Take It Comedy Festival in Houston, Texas. Right now, you can get discounted tickets. Buy them before they get higher in price, which they're going to do when you find out everybody else who's going to be there. Go to the secret group, htx.com. And come and see me and Rory. It's a live pen pals in Houston where, where it all began with tuxes all those years ago. So come out, do that. It's the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. That is May 19th, 20th, and 21st. And then at the beginning of April, I'm going to be in the Northeast. Go to danielvankirk.com for all that stuff. Sincerely, I wish you well, and I hope I see you. Bye. Hey! Um, I, as you guys know, if you're a, a fan of this show and you listen frequently, you know that this is the part where we do the old plugsy poos. Sure. Um, I think, uh, if, if I have anything coming up, it's spots in town and Instagram is probably the best way to see it. Uh, physical season two probably drops in June. So watch season one on Apple TV plus, uh, now, and that's kind of, I think that's about it for me, other yeah, than the, listening to this show. Because we talked about it this weekend. These sets will all be improvised. So I'm starting to do some improvised sets, and I have one. Uh, by Why the time this comes out, I've already done it. don't want to write material. I yeah, can't. Yeah, I, yeah. Or uh, that I can't. Right, right. I never learned that's how to write. Gonna, just to let the people know that... You're, there was really no prep. Yeah. So when they come yeah. out, just don't expect oh, I, there to be prep. That's why when someone's like, so what should we charge? I'm like, ooh, you got to go low <laughs> with that price. 
You mean how much should we give them? I can't have people sitting there in? going, what did we pay for this bullshit make em ups? <laughs> this is a make em up and I paid for this? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he's yeah. crying. He cried yeah, half yeah. the show. If I'd wanted that, I would have gone to the UCB. <laughs> That's how he starts. He walks out and goes, can I get a one word audience? Something in the house cannot be couch. Guys, cannot every couch. minute, can I get a different yeah, yeah. suggestion to have something to say? <laughs> can so I get you- a joke? Can I get uh, any jokes? How about you guys write them and I'll say them. Yeah. That's a show. That would be good. You're so good at saying <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, what else were, oh, Hey, I just wrapped up my, uh, first run of the together again tour in the Pacific Northwest. And then coming up, I will in the beginning of April, I will be in the East coast. So look for those dates. If they haven't dropped already, everything's at danielvankirk.com. And then I'll be at moon tower doing a live dumb people town, uh, a, a brand new show with Ryan Sickler and uh, stand-up comedy and a whole bunch of other good stuff. That's and a fun show. I did that show ages ago. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is a good. It was Thank fun you, show. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Andy? Uh, I have a podcast called The Three Questions uh, that you've been on. That's right. Yes. You've been on. I'd have refuses on, refuses to come. Well, up. it's just it's for people to talk about their interior life. So I don't know if that's really something it's you fine. do. It's fine. It's why uh, I said no. That's why I say no <laughs> every time. Every time, no, no. That's why every week I say no. Uh, You're asking every week. It's a it's just an interview uh, podcast that's kind of about uh, you know it's a little bit mental healthy, but yeah. also just kind of like as John Gabris called it, um, origin story. Which is like, I, it's not a, not making super villains, but yeah, I guess, okay. Like where you came from. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introspective. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. I enjoyed it. it and I hope, I, I, <laughs> it may still be on by the, I have a contract coming up. So I have to decide whether I want to keep doing it or not. Or just again, like our, well, I don't know what, but, uh, you know, I have to decide whether I want to keep doing it or just uh, keep Trim staring, down to staring two, at two a wall. Questions. Just stare at a wall. <laughs> Yeah, we're two questions. Three is actually a little too yeah, yeah, many yeah. questions, yeah, yeah. I think. Two questions. Uh, how, where did you first hear about me? Yeah. And, uh, and what do you think of me? Yeah, what do you think of me? <laughs> uh, if anybody wants to write us, uh, we don't do this often enough. It's the penpalspod at gmail.com or yep. snail mail us, which our next letter is. Yep. Uh, and it's at courtesy five, of the Pen four, Pals podcast. Andy five, four, five, four, one, nine Hollywood Boulevard, suite C number one, two, one, Los Angeles, California, nine, zero, zero, two, seven. And it's not on the wall. Andy just has to look that's left like to, to remember put in, That's like to put your name in to try to get tickets to like the Price is Right or something. Right, that's right, the voice right. Of, and if you'd like to be in the audience at the Price is Right. Right. All and I, you should <laughs> let people know too that that's... That address, you're not at that address. So if no, that's a P.O. box. Murderous maniacs right. do, not do not go to that oh, address. But then they have Expecting. to find out the hard way, and it's like, you know what? I Good. Know. You went out of your way, right, and, right. It, and it failed. Yeah, if you were going to murder us, you got to earn it. Don't kill any randos when you show up there and you don't find these two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have snail mail. Or do and get it out of your system. No, leave don't. us. Okay, don't. Yeah, okay, don't, don't kill anybody. Uh, how great is this? Look, how Look at this snail mail, nice. right? Isn't and then here's what I love. Outside the envelope, a little extra. Attention, USPS. Thank you so much for delivering my letter. If you have not already, I highly recommend you check out the Pen Pals podcast with Daniel and Rory. Oh, my God. Hashtag Daniel Van Ucaniel. Hashtag RRGT. Rip Roaring Good Time. Mm. Hashtag F2F. Face to face. Hashtag Grow the Show. Isn't that nice? I love it. That is nice. That is nice. Okay. That's nice. And correct order. All right. Here we go. Do that one more time. Is this your card? Mm-hmm. Is this your letter? Is this your no, letter? I didn't bring a letter. <laughs> Is this your dear Daniel letter? I no longer love you. <laughs> oh, I've gotten those. Dear pen pals, 
I am a huge, though relatively new, fan of the show who's working diligently to graduate from Penny to Pallor. We all are. I still have a lot of ground to cover, but so far, each episode has been an RRGGT. I am writing you today to ask your advice on something I struggle with often self-motivation, and sticking with a daily routine. At 32, I know that exercising before work, eating balanced meals, keeping the house tidy, and going to bed at a consistent time makes me feel better physically and mentally, yet every week I find myself struggling to stay on track. While this has been a challenge uh, on and off throughout my life, it has certainly gotten harder during the pandemic. As someone who lives alone, it already takes a little extra effort to avoid snoozing the alarm for an hour, refrain from living off cherry pie for breakfast, we're going to come back to that, lunch and dinner, and clean, and clean the dishes as soon as I'm done with them. Once full-time telework was added on top of this, it got harder and harder to keep myself motivated to not only take care of myself, but also stay productive from nine to five. Is self-motivation something you guys also struggle with? Do you have any tips for how to stick to a daily routine? Thanks in advance. Your pen pal, uh, signed, your pen pal, Laura. P.S. No, I'm not yelling at you. I am just an architect who was taught to write in all caps. I love it. It's, it's a gorgeous. Beautiful It font. is gorgeous. Do either of you guys write cursive? I do. You do? Yeah. No. I don't either. I don't. No. And I, I, don't I even learned I cursive. Could. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a weird thing where I switched schools between uh, second and third grade, and they taught us cursive in second grade. And then I, the, in third grade, when I started the new school, they hadn't taught cursive yet, so I was writing cursive. And a teacher said, "Don't write cursive. Go back to writing block letters." Oh and I did, and it somehow fucked yeah. me up, and yeah. I got stuck. You know, and I have terrible handwriting. But I, it's like cursive. I, is, nobody writes cursive anymore. No one. Yeah. No. Except for you. Yeah. I, it's kind of like a high rail. Go like in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, do anyway, like I don't know I, that I could. We can go anywhere. I, I really? sometimes try. I don't know that I could at this point. Do I you remember sometimes how to... try. It's bad. It's just. Yeah. Do you remember how the to do it? The only cursive I do that's even you consider cursive is like signing my name. Right. 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 Yeah. But it's yeah. all so fast and it's like. I don't. I, I think if I tried now, if you said you have to X. write, yeah, he's like, yeah. it's just an like, infinity. Oh, that's just not, an infinity yeah. symbol. Corey, that's not really cursive. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think if I had to write cursive now, it would definitely look like a second grader was doing it, mm -hmm. having just learned cursive. I, I would mean, have to go so slow and be so proper page about would it. Be soaked in sweat <laughs> and tears <laughs> yeah. and blood. I'm bleeding somehow. Like, do you think you could still do a cursive F, or do you know how to do a cursive Z? Remember no. the little. I do remember yeah. the Z. I do remember the Z because yeah. it was it's, like. Yeah, it had so, the little. Yeah, yeah. Backwards yeah. J almost. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a cursive J is so fun to fun. Right, right. Yeah. It's like a slip and the slide. The D really. was great too because you'd come down, loop the oh, bottom, don't and get come me back up on and a loop D. the top. Uh, cal more calligraphy than it is cursive, really. My Aunt Mildred would do calligraphy. Mildred. Yeah. That name doesn't seem like someone who would do calligraphy. It doesn't. <laughs> it's one of those ones, too. That's a name, too, that, like, imagine a baby named Mildred. Like, which, hey, look at your baby. What's your baby? It's Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do look, it is sort of like uh, a, Mildred. an older woman's Her name's face. Mildred. Yeah, yeah. Hello. You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Did you get enough to eat? Why are you asking but me that? I'm where, already a grandmother. Where did you buy that walker? It's so <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, there's a draft in here. There, uh, there's a quick turn though. You just say, well, we're gonna call her Millie, and then everybody's on. Yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah. Right? Millie. Yeah. Now it's fun, yeah. right? Silly Millie, right? Yeah. yeah, silly Millie with her handwriting. Then we go, her handwriting's so silly, silly <laughs> Millie. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, you friends. How are you Back doing? Back to the letter. How Back you, to the letter. How do you do with uh, self-motivation and sticking with a daily are routine? Are you good? Okay, if we're talking like a daily routine of something that involves health, like saying, all right, you know what? I'm going to be healthier, so I'm going to stick to this kind of diet, this food regimen, this I am so bad at it. Really? So if it's like, you know what? Hey, why don't you avoid booze for a little bit? Maybe avoid sugar for a little bit. I don't. Like, You're good I don't drink enough or anyone. Yeah. I go in spurts. I don't drink enough where anyone would ever go. You know who has a drinking problem is Rory. I, there isn't one person in my life that would ever even think that. I no. don't have a drinking problem. But if I go, you know what? I'm going to lay off drinks for a week. Just laying off the minimal amount of drinking I do is like hard to do because I like coming home and going, yeah, I'm going to have one cocktail and right, kind of exactly. relax. Yeah. But even then I'm like, yeah, but even just one, you know, small thing of whiskey, I might be up at 2 a.m. because I'm, you know, in my 40s now and I just can't, you know, break it down the way I used to. So, yeah, I, I think when it comes to stuff like that of going, hey, when you wake up, how about you don't have an egg and cheese sandwich? Maybe you have a bowl of fruit or some yogurt or something. Healthy. Sure. I'm not great at sticking yeah. to that type of uh, thing. Now, as far as like self-motivation in a bigger term, bigger, broader Yeah, because some, uh, sometimes she has a hard time even getting out of bed. Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'm so much like that. I think in the morning I'm pretty driven to like get up and make something of the day sure. in some way, like try to knock stuff off of a to-do list in some kind of way. So I'm, I'm motivated to do that. But yeah, it depends on specifically what we're talking about in self-motivation. What about you, you guys? Uh, it's a gigantic lifelong struggle <laughs> is this shit, you know, um, because there are, uh, you know, uh, I'm motivated in many areas of my wife, uh, of my, my wife, my, uh, of my life to better myself and sure. to like, you know, like, especially like mental health things. Sure, I've been yeah, to therapy yeah. for a million years and I really do want to like event, like the, just have an upward arc of, of kind of mental health and sort of good of attitude better. about yeah. living. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know how you guys, but like I look at my predecessors, you know, and genetically speaking, and it's kind of like, Oh, look at, they're all so hopeful. And then like, yeah. is yeah. Always, like just, it's always around a certain age. Yeah. They yeah. just, it's just like the crust hardens mm -hmm. and they, all of the, like the good parts, the hopeful, like uh, expansive parts of them that you used to think like, I remember when they said that great thing uh, that was so uh, open-minded and, yeah. and generous. And then it just turns to like, I'm scared and in pain and I, all of my fears have been realized. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And this will never get better. And yeah. There's nothing yeah. I can do about it. And this is how it always goes for me. And, and I'm like, so yeah. scared of, I mean, not scared, but I mean, I, I, I really don't want to do that. Right. Yeah, I yeah. want to die more open yeah, than I yeah. am right now. Sure, you know what sure, I mean? Sure, I want to yeah. be more bigger minded and bigger hearted. And so it's, it, it's, uh, in those senses I can do that, but like all of the things of, you know, like the sort of, you know, lose weight, exercise more, uh, lay off the fucking weed fatty, all of those <laughs> things. And the key to is talk good to yourself. Talk nicely. Yeah. To yeah. Yourself. yeah, yeah. Say, lay off say. the weed fatty, but say it lovely <laughs> in like a loving kind of way. Like, come on fatty. Yeah, you know endearing. that that weed is just going to make you fatter. Yeah. Um, no, but I just, all those things, a, I feel like my entire life, my willpower is totally cyclical where there will be times like, it's clicking. Quitting doing something. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm not yeah, going to do that I, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then a month and a half later, you know, I just have fucking barbecue sauce all over my whole face. Same. You know? Same thing. And I, um, I, I, and so I just, 
and my my poor children, not so much my daughter, but my son's older, and he kind of has the same sort of issues with procrastination and just getting sure, shit same. done. And yeah. and basically, it all boils down to like doing things you don't want to do, but that you must do. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I have, I can counsel him from a first person experience about it so much because so much of what he's going through in terms of getting his schoolwork done and they're just like not feeling he's 21, his yeah. place in the world, not knowing that kind of, just kind of that yeah. existential, what the hell-ism. Right. I have been there so hard and all I can tell him is like, eh, yeah. just gotta do it. Yeah. Like all that work, like it's kind of like, how do you cope and how did you learn to? And it's like, you just gotta do it. Right, yeah. You just like, if you're in bed, you gotta get out, like to- to uh, what was her name? Her, Laura. I Laura. Yeah, Laura. You yeah. just gotta get out of bed. There's no. Yeah. It just and the, and the thing is is that you just have to. I I. For me, I just think, what's gonna end up making you feel better? You're yeah. like, like what's and and it ta- it's I'm 55 years old and I'm just feel like I'm kind of about to crest the hill on it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's still a huge struggle. I still mess up more than I succeed. But it's like it just takes that long yeah. of being in human form yeah. to deal with all the fucking shit you have to do to maintain a somewhat I know, productive, I think, fulfilling life. I think there's a, that misperce- misconception of the like staying motivated and doing these things. I think a lot of people, and this is my problem too, is that you think, oh, if I if I just do these things and I can just get to this place. And then when you realize, oh, there isn't a place, it's getting into a pattern and staying in that pattern. And there never really is this place you're going to. You're just in the pattern. And either you like the pattern or you don't. And you go, I feel better by the pattern or you don't feel better by it. I have the issue of going, well, if I just do these things, then by August, I'll be this person. As opposed to realizing it's the old, like, you know, the destination is the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that the some people- the journey is the destination. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, yeah. and I think people sometimes get caught up on the fact that, because to me, my instinct of what I just said is, well, fuck, that sounds like a lot of fucking work, so yeah. never yeah. mind. Right. As opposed to, yeah, quit trying to have this goal and just have this, like, even just one thing. I even try to, sometimes I'll try to change, like, just one thing to have like a good habit or change a habit or get rid of Mm -hmm. a thing that I do. But it's all, it's, 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 it's like you said, I mean, I procrastinate with so many fucking things. Like if I have to make a phone call, I don't like phone calls at all. I don't know what it is. I don't like talking on the phone. I have to like know a person to, if if it's someone I don't really know and they're calling me, I'm there's no chance. I mean, I'm like, Text me or email me. I can't even right. deal with it. And yeah. there isn't even a thing. Somebody could be calling and go, you won $10,000. I can't even handle calling them back. It's so weird. <laughs> that, that, I, I mean, I don't want to get too far off topic, no. but that that phenomenon is so weird because like just the other day I called somebody and I was, because I was going to write a text that was kind of like too many words and I didn't want to type it. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I'll just, I'll just call her. And I felt like, oh, well, what if she's busy? I'm like, we used to do this all the I time. Know. All yeah. the time. Just pick up the phone and talk to them. And yeah. if they weren't home or they didn't pick up. Or yeah, like, we did you know, it all the like, time when they didn't know who was calling. Yeah. Now they could ring, look ring, and go, nah. Yeah, you right. get to decide. Yeah. Before, you had no idea the phone number. I know. Yeah, but it was, it was just like, a ring. I, 
And I th- just what a gamble! Yeah. What a gamble it was back then. And I said this. I said this the other. I was like getting into the shower, and my phone was ringing, and I was like, uh, I was like, you know, nine times out of ten, it's spam or you know something. And I got into the shower, and I was like. <laughs> How sad is that? That when my phone rings nine times out of ten, it's not a friend or loved it's one. Spam. Right. It's spam. <laughs> right. So that it just means how few calls well, I'm getting from to people. To be that fair, care. that spam could turn into friendships. You don't you know. know. I really don't. Yeah. Nigerian that way. friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, getting back to this because I really do. Yeah. Because I, I, I made a joke about it, but um, very seriously. Uh, a big step in terms of like my dealing with this in a better way. And it has been very helpful. And I joked about it, but you got to talk nicely to yourself. Right. You yeah, got to, yeah, yeah. you got to, and I, cause give I started grace and give yourself affirmation. And I be nice to you. To me, I, I just thought of it as like, like I look back on, uh, m- my work life and sure. not so much showbiz life, but like my previous work life of working in production or in a grocery store in construction yeah. and thinking if the person that was asking me to do something was an asshole, yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't give a Fuck shit them. about doing it. I was lazy. I didn't do a good job about it. Whereas if that person that asked me to do it was kind and consider it, I'd fucking kill myself to get right. done whatever they needed to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I try and do that with myself, like getting out of bed. Like I know it's like you won't feel good if you stay in bed. Yes. And right. you and I'm a fan of you, Andy. Yeah. And as your fan, I would say, get out of bed. Right. You know it'll make you feel better. And yeah. it really is it is somewhat helpful. And yeah. I've tried to that's I try to tell my son that one thing because that's kind of one of the few things that does kind of you know help. what else too though if you condition yourself to being nice to you you won't allow other people to yeah not it's be another nice good point you. yeah and you won't uh, if someone comes into your life who treats you shitty and you're nice to yeah, you yeah. you'll go the fuck is this yeah that is right, not right, right. how we treat yeah, me. That, we don't right. talk to me yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's really good the, the two things for me is one. And this has kind of been a big thing for me in in, in my journey of, of mental health, emotional health, physical health, um, even just uh, standard of living, like, you know, doing the dishes and stuff like that, is uh, one is what is your why? Like, identify your why. So if you are a person who has a family of, like, heart disease and it, it runs in your family and you say to yourself, I can't be that young of a person and have a heart attack or let maybe diabetes or whatever it could be. And if you really like stay focused on that, why it'll help motivate you. The crazy thing is, and this is something I struggle with. It is so easy to lose focus or forget your why to like be, and it'll go over like a couple of days. I'll be like, Oh yeah, I I'm doing this for this reason. I need to get back on track here. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, along with the words of affirmation, it feels very hokey to like put post-its all over your mirror. And I'm not saying do that. But what I would say is if you do feel like on your nightstand or maybe something you see right when you get up, having something that reminds you of your why or tells you something good about yourself that you want to achieve. The other thing, and Rory's talked about this a lot when like through cooking and stuff like that, social media can be absolutely horrible. There are times when it can be wonderful and inspiring and make you realize there's people like you and people who go through your struggles. So try to fill, if you're a social media person, and if you're not, great job. If you are, um, try to fill your feed with things that affirm what you want for yourself or what you want for your life, but not in a way that's toxic where it's unachievable or it's fake and you're not going to look like that or you're not going to do those things, but just 
ways in which, you know, like if you want a nice home and you follow like home accounts on Instagram, maybe you'll be like, oh, I, I want my house to look like or that. Or a lot and of DIY, keep, a lot of yes. DIY accounts for any mm -hmm. part of living, not just like home repair and stuff like that, but any DIY thing, it sometimes breaks it down to realize this thing you wanted to make or do or write or whatever. You see one DIY post and you're like, oh, that's not. That's not the crazy mountain I thought I'd have to right. yeah, climb. Yeah. Right. I can just kind of, do, I can do what they did. And that's allowing, yeah. like, the internal is phenomenal. I think that's number one. But it allows the opportunity for external affirmation to come into your life for things like that. The biggest thing for me is accountability. The the, the gym that I go to and... Brag. that I Well, I go more into the parking lot. I'm actually in the gym, but I drive by it. Oh, so you smoke cigarettes and drink Yoohoo's in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. It's very... They have a lot Bully of... Bully the muscle heads. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Working out in there? They're like, dude, we can easily beat yeah, you yeah. up. You're yeah. so weak. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, mortality. I'm coming for you. Your knees are gonna hurt. Yeah. Um, but it's accountability is a big thing. So for that too, is like, if, if you have... And that, that doesn't have to be for working out. That can be in a lot of lives. I mean, you look at any person who's in like a 12-step program. It's all based on that accountability. Not based yeah, yeah, on, yeah. but it is a huge part of it. And the last thing for me is think about, and you kind of touched on this, Andy, is uh, think about future you and reward future you. Yeah. So future, how is future you going to feel when you went to the gym? Yeah. Or how is future you going to yeah. feel when the dishes are done and they're sitting and they're getting to like watch TV yeah. and look in that kitchen and be like, yes, yeah. they're all done. And there was a thing I read once about uh, setting goals. It was specifically to weight, but it was like, don't focus on the weight you need to lose. Focus on the, w the way you'll feel when you're better. And you're yeah. almost it's a positive rather than a ne negative. Well, I, it's like, that, I got to do all this yeah. crap. The positive is like, oh, when I go to that wedding and I put on the jacket and I don't have to like worry yeah, about right, it or whatever right, it is. Right. And that doesn't, I'm not talking about, you know, 9% body fat. I'm just talking about a happier, healthier yeah. you. And so, but the big broad stroke is thinking about the future you. How yeah. will the mm -hmm. future you feel yeah. when you got up at 9 versus you got up at 11.30? I, I think about, you know, like I say, I'm 55 years old and been through Why do you keep bragging of, about being 55? Because he you made keep, it, man. Double when he first Michael. got here, before we even started recording, he goes, I'm 55, the, man, and, and, and I was like, what um, the fuck is The first that? time we it, met no, it's because years I'm, ago, <laughs> he said, I'm going to be 55 yeah, someday. Yeah. I was like, okay. It's because it, anno it annoys me. Sammy Hagar every time I say it. Uh, I, um... No, I, 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 you know, I, I had, I have to think about life in terms of, and I don't like to, but it is like, you know, my kind of grown up working days are about half done now, you know, if yeah, not yeah, yeah. more. Right. So I do have to think of life in, in those terms. And I think forward, and I know, I just, I, again, I look around and I think it's important, at least for myself, I try to, like my mind can conceive of the farthest, loftiest goal. Like I can, like I can think of like, well, the thing that would really be great is if you lost 80 pounds, went to the gym five days a week and started running. That is not going to happen. Sure. But that, but my mind can conceive of that. Yeah, right. But who I truly am. So the idea of like what I should be doing, and if I were, God damn it, I should do this, and you know, work harder at that, and make a schedule to do this, all of that stuff. I feel like if I get to the end of my life and I've made like 
10 to 15% progress on that. Why not? Ah, I've fucking, yeah. I've, I've done like way more than what is normally, Yes. you know, most people go through their whole lives with these list of things that they didn't do and this sort of to-do list of mm -hmm. improvements that they just end up forgetting about. But it's like just a little, you know, like just a little but, bit. They also, oh, they also hold themselves to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go, you know, one day I'm going to I'm gonna work out and do this stuff. And then when you don't do it because it's maybe not as realistic, not that it's not attainable, it's just maybe not realistic to who you are, then you go, and that's because I'm a dumb piece of shit who yeah, didn't fucking yeah. do this thing. And it's not, th then you, you sort of lose twice because not yeah. only do you do it, but then you're going to be mean to yourself right, and right. as like you're a failure so i think going back to kind of what you're saying to me it is shifting perspective and how to break those patterns and i think if your perspective is you know the way we always talk about the gym where it's like oh the gym is tough and that's this is what's going on at the gym and people are doing this well then that makes it harder for you to decide to go join one or even you know even visit one or even enter one but if you change that perspective to to minimize it to something where you go yeah you know i'm gonna go to this gym or this location, I'm just going to get on the treadmill and walk for 20 minutes yeah. at Even a decent 10. brisk yeah. pace. And you know what? I'm going to do that. And then after I do it, you know, I'm going to actually just kind of be there with my headphones on and just see what other people are doing and see if maybe there's one person doing something that I think, you know what, maybe next time I'll do the treadmill and then I'll just do what I think that person is doing with like the free weights. And I'll just maybe do two reps and then I'll call it a day. And then been, I think you just been thrown out of so many gyms yeah, for staring at you. Because you're not a member and you're He's staring at people yeah. and you can't go over to Can and I go, do what you do? Yeah. yeah. And you're Sir. not allowed to walk up and go, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but I, to me, it's like, it's perspective. I think some people like eating healthy, it's perspective. E and when you decide to go to bed is perspective. It's all, you know, well, it's maybe it's not fun to try to go to bed at 9 p.m. and stop looking at screens at 7 p.m. That doesn't necessarily sound fun. But if you change your perspective going, well, maybe it's 7 p.m., at least for me, what I've been doing is like I've gotten really into painting. And that was never something really? that I would be doing ever. But now when my daughter goes to bed, I am so excited to just have a canvas and just start painting, even if it's absolute fucking garbage. There's something so fun about it. And then I do it for like two hours. And then I realize, oh, this is good because I haven't been staring at my phone while thinking I'm watching a TV show for two hours and right. then going to bed. Instead, I've stimulated a different part of my brain and I kind of want to go inside, have a glass of water and then maybe go to bed. And just that little thing of ha being interested in this other activity has probably caused me to sleep better, has probably caused me For to sure. think about stuff better. That's also two hours. If you're painting, that's technically like two hours of meditation. It's not like you're sitting there doing anything but talking to yourself about the thing that you're doing. Yeah. It's just like a healthy activity. Yeah. It's also an expression. Something to yeah. you is coming but out. I think also, in, in terms of perspective, I think people go, well, I don't do that because I'm actually not an artist and I don't make good stuff. Right, it's like, right. shift that perspective that you're even trying to make something and you're right. not a good artist. Look at it and go, everyone has the potential to be a good artist if they just like what they make. Yeah. And also, you don't have to like what you make, but dipping your brush in paint and going back and forth on on a canvas, while from a distance you may look like a serial killer, is wildly therapeutic. Well, it yeah. feels so yeah, good. You're nude. Call, and you're naked. Yeah. Call, <laughs> yeah. And also for you, the best part of, of that painting is you're not talking to your wife. Um, <laughs> I'm going to call back to the but golf thing. But she is thing. standing from a distance watching <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Painting you will watch. Me. We she will not communicate me yeah. naked You will painting. watch. Just, <laughs> portrait of portrait of a woman with her arms crossed. <laughs> 
Um, no, uh, throw a call back to the golf thing. The the guy that we played with that was a former NFL player, soon yeah. to be orthopedic surgeon. Um, Poor guy. He said at, he said at one point, um, and it, just we were talking about golf or whatever, and and uh, and he said, uh, "Coach process, not results." I thought yeah. I said to him, I said, "That's a real. That's pretty fucking good." Yeah, like that's yeah. that's. I forget sports. That's for everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Coach process. So when you're talking to yourself, coach the process of the improvement, not necessarily what the, the thing. What the thing is. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. I go, I'm gonna wrap this up. I'll say that you came back to like it when it's all said and done. If you can be like five to ten percent of what you were. Yeah. That ties into exactly where you started, rather than hitting an age where you harden and yeah. go fuck it. Right. right, fuck it. I'm just going to retreat into this cave of darkness and yeah, despair, yeah. And bad yeah, yeah. food or whatever. That even if you, even if the, even if the end, you're only two steps out of the cave rather than all the way across the mountain. Yeah, you are far better than, than what you than, were than yeah. any and than any person who. Yeah, and we've had people in those lives. We've seen people like that where they just kind of said, "Fuck it." At yeah, some point. yeah, and you're yeah. Like, Man, that's sad. So and ultimately, all you that five percent's amazing. All you got to do is feel better. Like yeah. whatever you're doing, if it makes you feel better, yeah. you're winning. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah. yeah, Cheryl Crow. If it makes you happy, it's pretty damn bad. If it makes you happy. We're going to get sued. Okay. Uh, thanks so much. <laughs> Hashtag chasing 78. Um, this was wonderful. Uh, I, I think that we all touched on beautiful things from this, whether it's uh, painting or being nice to yourself. Yes. Or, Good uh, luck, Laura. Motivating. Yeah. Accountability. All that stuff. Laura, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Van Scovel, Andy Richter. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. Extra thank you to Aristotle Acevedo for his help on this episode. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash Pen Pals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals news. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at Let'sMakeAPlan.org.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.